0: Summer might be ending, but with decor from the Home Depot, your dorm or apartment makeover is just beginning. From plush bedding to stackable storage and decor, to the microwave you'll use more than you ever thought possible. The Home Depot has everything you need to get back to campus in style. You know, so mom doesn't worry about you too much. Get great savings on back to campus essentials. Shop decor now at homedepot.com. More saving, more kinds of doing. US only offer valid online through August 25th limitations apply.
1: It's the Labor Day Preview Sale at Mattress Firm. Get a king mattress for the price of a queen and a queen for the price of a twin. For savings of up to $600, take home your new Beautyrest Queen mattress for the twin price of just 4 dollars plus a free adjustable base. Visit MattressFirm.com or a store near you to find your perfect bed. Hurry in for the best deal of the season at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with
2: qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit MattressFirm.com.
3: Thanks for listening to Uncle Sam's Soccer Podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest in American soccer. And don't forget to subscribe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Uncle Sam's Soccer Podcast. I'm Jake Watroba, and joining me today is Arman Kafai and our special guest, Joseph Lowry of The Athletic. On today's episode of the show, it's part two of our recap of the weekend that was MLS. If you haven't already, please go back and listen to part one as we discuss where does DC United go following the news of Wayne Rooney's departure for Derby County at the end of the season. You can follow the show on Twitter at UncSamSoccerPod. Please make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast. And as always, you can find the show on any major podcast platform. Now, let's get to today's show. Let's let's talk a little LA Galaxy. Let's talk a little Zlatan. Ibrahimović. Zlatan's been on the headlines a lot the last couple of weeks, and uh, most recently, he's been in the headlines for slamming MLS's playoff system. Uh, This is from Zlatan. When you talk about the playoff, you just need to make the playoff, win the playoff, and that's it. It doesn't matter if you lose or win. How can you learn strong mentality if you just need to reach the playoffs? I think This system is expletive, but that's the way it is, because you talk about mentality. For me, mentality is every day. The way you train is the way you play game. The results in every game is important, but here you come in seventh, you make the playoffs, you win. How do you create that mentality to be on your toes 24 hours? It's very difficult. Now, guys, Armand, let's start with you here. The playoffs are inherently American, but does Laton have a point here?
1: It's difficult to say. You no, know, if Zlatan has a point. That way, all you hear him do, and I, I think this is going to be our next talking point. He just complains. He just complains about this, complains about that. Yeah, look at me. Like the playoffs suck. Whatever. You know what? It there there, there is a there is a difference. You do have to be tools, and we kind of saw that this weekend in MLS, where now with the new playoff format, playoffs are like seating's important now. You can't rely on two games uh, to get you through. you got to win your games, and then you have that home playoff game, and you want that home field. You don't want to be uh, going to Portland. You don't want to be going to Seattle. You don't want to be – hell, you don't want to be going to Dallas where it's, I guess, kind of hot sometimes. Like Overall, you don't want to go on the road, and I just – look. look. You don't need to just reach the playoff. There's obviously been a little bit of pressure. I mean, now, is it more than a relegation? Of course not, and I think – I've emphasized that plenty of times, but there is some sort of pressure. I mean, if he has an issue with the system. He's issued a system. But as Lexi Law said, make the playoffs and go through the gauntlet and then let us know how it is. You can't say if you haven't made the playoffs. Sorry, Zlatan. Make the playoffs.
2: I mean, I totally, I agree with a lot of what you said there, Armand. I think it's it's fun. It's irritating uh, to hear Zlatan sort of his whole shtick over and over again. But at the same time, I kind of do think he has a point. I'm not by any means advocating for giving, for getting rid of the playoff system altogether, because I do think like Jake said, it is, it is an American thing and I enjoy, uh, sort of the spectacle of it all. Um, but having seven teams from each conference make the playoffs, that's a big number. I mean, we're going to see some pretty mediocre teams make the playoffs this season. So in that sense, I I completely agree that, uh, with Zlatan's uh, sort of present, uh, premise here, but, uh, on the other hand, I—it's—it's it's frustrating to continue to hear this over and over again. So, Zlatan, if you want to come up with some sort of uh, plan for how you would structure structure the playoffs, I think I think you can go for it. Uh, my idea: just have the top four from each conference make the playoffs. It, it's not rocket science here. I don't think. I get that MLS wants to have more games and and that means more revenue and all that, but I think having top four from each conference make make the playoffs allows for some element of randomness, uh, some some fun upsets in the playoffs, but also gets most of, and hopefully almost exclusively the quality teams and the playoffs that provide some really entertaining soccer.
1: Well,
3: and I agree with you, Joseph. And I think having four teams from each conference making the playoffs, if you're a fan of the two-legged, you know, playoff system or two-legged format uh, from the old system, you could do that with four teams because you wouldn't have as many games to, to go through. And I, I just think that would just make it more compelling. And, 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 You know, moving on here, it sounds like you both are pretty sick of this shtick, if you will, from Zlatan about how crappy MLS is, or how much he doesn't like, uh, or how much he thinks he's better than Carlos Vela, or you know, whatever he's talking about off the field. So I guess I'll I'll ask you guys this: Are his antics good for MLS? Is this good that that he's keeping the league in the headlines with some of the things he's saying?
1: No, it, it's good. It's it, it's good to a degree, right? Like that whole Vela thing that he manufactured, that was fun. I don't know about you guys, but it was fun. And it provided a little bit of a storyline going into El Trafico. And, you know, it was fun. It was fun. But this is just useless, you know? And then you watch him high play against DC. He was like he – was, he wasn't he was good. He wasn't good. And Zlatan needs to step it up. His team is not good right now. They're floundering. And he needs to step up and score some goals. And often I've seen this, and I didn't agree with that at first, but now I see it. He is disinterested, it looks like sometimes. He does get frustrated easily that, oh, I'm not getting, like, the most delicious balls. You signed up for this, man. It's not like anyone forced you to join MLS. You signed up for this. Like, this is the league you're going to be in. And you know what? It is it good for the league? Yeah, sure. But, like, you watch him get disinterested, this or that, it kind of turns you off from the play. And um, for me, at least, like, you know, watching the Galaxy play last not going to turn me off. It's just like, wow, like, Cool, like you just act like you're better than everyone. Like and I can see it. Like while you're on the field, that's crazy to me. That's crazy.
2: I think I think Laton's comment in this case actually uh, was not good for MLS. You know, the expression "any publicity is good publicity." I'm not sure that actually applies here. You know, he has it's this marketable star um, kind of bashing the league that he plays in. And so for for Americans who kind of are on the on the fence about maybe tuning into an MLS game or not, and then they they hear this former european star come in and and bash the league that opinion is going to is going to change how they you know how their viewing habits work and and how they approach mls so i think in this case zlatan kind of kind of shot the league in the foot a little bit but at the same time i do sort of appreciate the the kernel of truth that's in there so it's kind of a 50 50 for me i agree joseph
3: it is nice it's a it's a breath of fresh air to hear somebody like him, be so brutally honest about the game in this country. But in the same sense, though, it, it's it it's almost like he's kicking the sport and the league right in the growing when he talks about how much the playoff system sucks, or the quality here sucks, or why isn't there promotion relegation? I'm better than Carlos Vela, blah 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 blah. blah that you know, just the the, the constant uh, mouth diarrhea. And 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 lastly, here quickly, percentage chance that Zlatan Ibrahimović is a member of the LA Galaxy next season.
1: Ooh, that's a tough one. I want to go with, like, five. 5%? Yeah. Like, I, I, my first answer was zero, so it's a little bit of an upgrade. I, oh. I, 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 like, I don't see him, like, coming back.
2: If I'm spitballing here, I'll say maybe... 40%? I don't know. I'm a little bit more optimistic 40? than Armand. I think, what? Well, I mean, listen, they, they brought in Pavon. So he has someone who's sort of close to his level, at least, that that hopefully can can play in those crosses to him that he seems to want so badly. Um, I can see it. I don't really know where else he's going to go, frankly. So I'm, I'm throwing a dart at the wall here.
3: I actually agree with Armand. I think it's 10, 15%. i just I'd,
1: looks mad. I, I, like, he I looks
3: I, mad all the time. I don't think he wants to play here. And if I'm the Galaxy, I don't think. Uh, you, you don't need him, really. I mean, they, it, it watch them play is, is really weird anyways. It's just get the ball to Zlatan. And I just think they Literally. could be so much better if he wasn't the main focus. It almost feels like they're just trying to keep him happy. But anyway, let's move on here quickly to the Christian Pavone, I guess, loan to LA Galaxy. The Galaxy obtained a free loan of Christian Pavone from Boca Juniors. Pavone's contract will be partially paid by Boca, and his contract for 2019 will be a TAM contract. In 2020, his contract will be elevated to a DP slot, essentially buying the Galaxy time to figure out their DP situation. After the end of the 2020 season, the Galaxy will have the option to buy Pavone for 20 million dollars from Boca Juniors. Now, uh, Armand, Pavon debuted this weekend for the Galaxy, and why don't you talk about a little bit his, uh, about his performance?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, speaking of Zlatan, he did say Pavone's best player on the pitch, and he had moments of, you know, showing why he was so good, and you could see, like, this is an element the Galaxy needed, right? Um, I've been uh, kind of in in... Impressed things by Fabio Alvarez. I'm actually kind of impressed by his play uh in the middle. And I, and I think adding I like Pavone really helps him. You know, a guy who's dynamic on the wing, who want who's able to take on defenders and who's actually able to play good crosses. That you know, a lot you don't see a lot of times shaking his head or being angry at or anything. He was very he was dangerous, but it's so difficult to make it a judgment call because it's only been like I think less than a week since he joined the Galaxy, and now he's starting and going ninety minutes. Like I think that's how so desperate they wanted him and. Obviously, the seamless transition into uh, Guillermo Barros system after playing with Mboka. in Boca, um, and we saw shades of what he could be, and I like him. Uh, but I mean, this is me just, just uh, you know overreacting. Obviously, it's an overreacting take right here. Um, maybe it wasn't a, a performance. Maybe realize, mm, this player is worth twenty million, but it's obviously a lot more circumstances than what meets the eye, especially you know with the lack of training, this or that going on. But, I mean, that, that, that's how I feel about it. I don't know. I don't know. If, Anyone else watched the game? Uh, but I sat through like six games MLS, so I was one of them. Yeah, no,
2: I watched the game as well. I thought Pavon, you could clearly see his quality. I mean, playing on the left side of that uh, front attacking three underneath Laton, you could see his speed of play was quick. Uh, just the way he even strikes the ball, um, you can definitely see his quality. So, I think Pavon is going to definitely be an upgrade on the wing for the Galaxy right now. I don't actually think that's their biggest problem. Zlatan certainly probably thinks that's their biggest problem. But I think the Galaxy's biggest issue is uh, the backline line of the midfield's sort of inability to to really do anything meaningful with the ball. So once they get Joe Corona, Sebastian Lejet, and uh, Jonah Dos Santos back in midfield together, Pavon on the left and uh, Ibrahimović up top, now I can potentially see the Galaxy starting to get back into form.
3: Now, guys, last topic up for discussion here. Mike Pecky was fired from Real Salt Lake late Sunday night. RSL is naming assistant coach Freddy Horrez the interim head coach for the remainder of the season. Pecky was suspended for three Leagues Cup matches and three MLS matches following the use of a homophobic slur directed at an official during RSL's Leagues Cup quarterfinal match against Tigres. Under Petke, RSL were 38, 34, and 15 since he took over in 2017. And listeners, this gets us to our question of the day. At Unc Sam Soccer Pod, how will Mike Petke's firing impact not only Real Salt Lake, but the Western
1: Conference playoff push? And Armand, let's start with you. First off, I'm not surprised. When the news came out of what actually he did, Going to the lengths of writing on the uh, the slur on the paper and giving it to the referee, you're nuts. You like seriously like that's that's one of the most nuts things I've ever heard. Um, obviously, hopefully he gets the uh, anger management and the uh, uh, helping needs because that's that's a way over the top, especially for a game that you know. I guess really it doesn't have any intricate value. Think about it; it's just a league's cup game. It's not like it's MLS cup or anything like that. But even then, there's no point of that and. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not surprised by it, but I mean, from another standpoint, let's say this wasn't the only reason. why. let's say, you know, from like a organizational standpoint, Petke, I don't know if he's getting the most out of those guys. Um, I think someone made a really good point of this on Twitter, saying they need they need their own they needed their own Lucci. You know, on, under Freddie Waters, they 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 done well, they done well, and you know, maybe they they rally around him for a little interim boost and hopefully they don't fall into the trap of hiring him based off of the results. They hope they hire him off a base of a plan they have, uh, but it could impact it really well. I mean, ourselves, you know, new coach, like he's gone, but I think Warriors isn't going to change much. And they've been getting the results. If they, if, if they don't make it, I don't think they can blame it, on that. I, blame it on that. I think they can blame it on, you know, just not being good enough uh, for the postseason. but overall, like, I think the move was almost needed. The, the reaction was ridiculous. The the whole thing was just bizarre, and you know what, maybe it was the right time to move on, and this accelerated. I mean, I wonder if they if they had missed the playoffs and Petkey you know, didn't have this outburst, if he'd still if he did still be there or, or did fire him as well. So I mean, it's one of those things, and I mean we'll see how it goes. But overall, I mean if they don't make it. I think it's because they're just not good enough. I don't know if a uh, coaching turmoil will be anything to do with it joseph quickly is rsl a playoff team
2: no is that quick enough for you guys
3: that's pretty um, quick that's pretty
2: quick I, I don't think rsl has the quality to to stick around i think portland's gonna jump over them uh, rsl sitting at six on the table right now i think i think portland's gonna leapfrog uh, up and rsl is gonna be the odd team out.
3: all right well there you have it now let's talk about a couple games from the weekend here uh FC Dallas beats Minnesota United 5 to 3. Dallas had four different goal scorers, Hollingshead, Mascara, Cannon and Cervania scoring the game winner in the 85th minute. Fun fact for you guys from the game. Paxton Pomichel becomes the second player since 2010 to record 3 or more assists in a single match prior to turning 20 years old. The only other player to do so is Alfonso Davies, some pretty good company there. Uh, Mason Toy was sent off late for spitting at or on Reggie Cannon, depending upon who you believe. Uh, the loss snaps Minnesota United's 10-match unbeaten streak across all competitions. Now, Armand, how big of a win was this for FC Dallas?
1: Oh, boy, this was huge for FC Dallas, if you, if you if that's a word to describe it. It showed this game, you know what? People are like, oh, it's just Minnesota's B team. It's this. It's that. You know what? Forget the excuses. Dallas has struggled against teams that they should be beating. They drew Vancouver both times, home and away. And a win is a win no matter what the circumstance. And this win, it showed grit. You saw Jesus Ferreira make a 70-yard run in the 81st minute to stop and Minnesota United attack. Jesus Ferreira has a, was an attacking attack such forward in that game. That's crazy crazy you saw paxton pomacol take over you know finding michael barrios for a first uh for the first arena goal and then taking it all on, on his own these are games that give you grit and you know what after everyone asked them, yo you guys can't score what's going on yo you guys can't score what's going on they come out and score five that's whoever the opponent is that's that's fantastic for the team's confidence and you know one of my thoughts after that game was is this a season changing win? This is a win that kind of changed the dynamics from a, hey, look, we're like you know kind of floundering to hey, let's go compete for a home playoff uh a game I think this this might be they they really came out with some urgency some some fire something's been missing from a a team like Dallas, and I think Joseph agrees with me on that at least
2: yeah i I think it was a good performance from Dallas. They showed some actual flashes breaking down Minnesota's deeper block and I'm not, you know, when it comes to Minnesota, looking at the other side, I'm not particularly concerned about them either. It was a pretty heavily rotated side, not to take away from, from Dallas's win or anything, but um, they had some, some different players in there for Minnesota United. Um, I, think, I think the Loons will probably get back on track next week. But yeah, Armand, I do agree with you. I think this was a big win for FC Dallas. They showed some, some grit and some, some quality play as well in possession.
3: All right, well, there you have it. Dallas has been revitalized. We're all sick as Zlatan's comments. What an exciting week of MLS. It was better than, better than the Premier League. That's it for today's show. You can follow the show on Twitter at UncSamSoccerPod. You can follow our special guest, Joseph Lowry of The Athletic, at Joe and Cleats. And make sure you give at Rising Tactics a follow as well. You can follow Arman Kafai at Arman Kafai. For Arman, for Joseph, I'm Jake. We'll talk to you guys next time.
0: be ending but with decor from the Home Depot your dorm or apartment makeover is just beginning from plush bedding to stackable storage and decor to the microwave you'll use more than you ever thought possible the Home Depot has everything you need to get back to campus in style you know so mom doesn't worry about you too much get great savings on back-to-campus essentials shop decor now at homedepot.com more saving more kinds of doing U.S. only offer valid online through August 25th limitations apply Summer might be ending, but with decor from the Home Depot, your dorm or apartment makeover is just beginning. From plush bedding, to stackable storage and decor, to the microwave you'll use more than you ever thought possible. The Home Depot has everything you need to get back to campus in style. You know, so mom doesn't worry about you too much. Get great savings on back to campus essentials. Shop decor now at homedepot.com. More saving, more kinds of doing. US only offer valid online through August 25th, limitations apply.